everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Dead Rock City Presents Uncanny Universe Podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about God Help Us, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Hey. Uh, it's not real until we do this one. The, our, our format of uh, deciding to review all these movies, because we're... We hate ourselves, apparently. Now they know we're committed. Yeah, now you know. Now you know we're about that life. We're gonna get this thing going. What's going on, guys? It's Ron. This is Dylan, and I'm Michael. Uh, yeah. So if you're a new listener, you might not know, but uh, we. Uh, I know we've picked up some new listeners lately, so thank y'all for joining us. Hey. Uh, and uh, so instead of reviewing Fast Nine, uh, as we do, we're supposed to do um, several months ago. Uh, it got pushed back till next year. We decided to review Fast One or The Fast and the Furious. Um, as we are doing with all of our movies in the power rankings, uh, tr- or trying to re- uh, review a related product, um, then I don't know how this came to be. We decided, hey, you know what? Why don't we just review all of them? Yeah, I don't remember either. I, I think it was Ron. I don't remember signing up the, for this. I think no, it, mm, I think Ron I didn't. wanted to, to do the second one. I just okay. wanted to do the second one, and that's yeah, it. But it's like, well, we can't do the second one for no reason. Might as well do them all, right? I mean, that's not true. Yeah, I mean, you got to do it. Um. Yeah, so here we are. We're th- we're uh, we're at the third one. But anyway, before we go any any further, we got to make sure that we remember our uh, pickle of the week. Pickle of the week. Pickle of the week. There you go. All right. Cool. I Wait. forgot the plan. I really did forget. <laughs> was there a plan? I was just making that up as I went along. I don't know what the plan. No, was. last week you. No, last week you said it. If we do it this way. Okay. Exactly. You we just made a plan, it. and then we all forgot. I I forgot. About I remember. It. I thought. See, in my mind right now, I was just throwing y'all for a loop. I was messing with you. Oh, I forgot that's what I said I was going to do. Well, there uh, you go. At least I'm true to type. Uh, my pick from IDW uh, is Dungeons and Dragons: Infernal Tides, number five of five, ending the miniseries. These books are always fun. Written by Jim Zub, uh, and they have character sheets in the back, which is really fun. So you can play uh, the characters in the comic on your table. And what? I didn't mention this uh, last week when Vampire the Masquerade came out. Uh, but that also has character sheets in the back of it, so you can use those uh, at your table. So cool. I I always appreciate that when the RPG books go the extra mile. Ronnie of Boy. Of course. Uh, I am picking a graphic novel. Okay. Uh, it is a Happiness Will Follow. It is Ooh. a uh, auto bio oh. uh, uh, by Mark Harthorn. So there you go. Okay. Should be interesting. It's about his uh, about his life. Who puts there that out? I don't know who's putting that out, to be honest. Okay. I have no clue. Not Image. But I am excited to read it. No, I don't think it's Image. Cool. There you go. I'm picking Empire number five. Nice. Marvel's Empire. Um, I've liked... I've actually been reading all the tie-ins, and I have liked it a lot so far. I caught up on everything last week. There was a surprise wedding in the last one. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, nice. But I'm excited for it, too. It's been weekly, so it's hard to keep up with, but... It's good. I'm also picking BTS Blood, Sweat, and Tears, the the, the BTS book. What? I'm I'm kidding. Not nice. That. Yeah, nice twice. Twice. Uh, but that's that's not that's not BTS. That's um. They're all the same. Yeah. Whoa. Um, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Apo- you apologize to Nick Ryan. <laughs> Nick Ryan is yelling right. at his phone right now. Sorry, Nick Ryan Mendoza. I'm sorry. Yeah. Magda, wow, wow, okay. wow, <laughs> got his name wrong too. Dr. Disrespect over here. <laughs> this podcast. Um, anyway, this is the part of the show where we'd like to remind everyone to please head over to iTunes 
and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us out and it helps new people find the show. It will also help us achieve our 2020 goal of getting Rotten Tomatoes verified. Once we hit 200 reviews, we will start affecting the rankings of the films that we review. Even these old gems like this one. Uh, so do us a favor and please go do it. Um, events. Do we have events? Um, I yep. do. I do have events. I have a bunch of events, actually. Um, uh, so this week, this Friday and next Friday, we have Keyforge on our uh, Discord server, of course, uh, as all events have to be digital nowadays. Uh, so this week, we are running Reversal. Uh, that is our first non-sealed event. The way that works is you buy a deck in the store as your buy-in uh, or online using promo code UNCANNY. Um, hey. Hey. Uh, and the deck you play with is not the one you buy. It's one from home. It is the worst deck you own, and your opponent uses it. So fun. a lot of fun. Bring Gives you a chance to uh, use that junk. And next week, I don't know the format, but we're running it next week as well. Um, and then we've also announced uh, the RPGs are coming back to Bedrock. Uh, unfortunately, not in person, but we are running them uh, on our Discord server, uh, just like we did during the month of April when we were locked down. Uh, so Saturday, the 22nd, uh, at 4 p.m., we are running Spirit of 77, the 1970s pop culture RPG. Um, we have four slots available. Mm, actually, three. We have three slots left. And if you want to play in that, all you need to do is make a purchase from the gaming department at any Better Rock City location or the website. Send me your screenshot on Discord, and you're in. Uh, and then the week after that, on the 29th, we have Call of Cthulhu. Uh, that one has four slots left. Uh, same deal, four to seven. Same deal with the buy-in. Uh, we hope to see you all there. And that's all I have for this month. Whoa. Yeah, look, I got stuff. Look at that. I have one surprise Ooh. event. Okay. No, really. let, me, let me guess. Let me guess. Is it? Is it Instagram live sale? You're close. Okay. Uh, Twitch? No, TikTok live sale. Not, not, hey. not anymore. <laughs> Hey, we still got like 40 days or something. Okay, yeah, you're right. Um, anyway, yeah, Facebook Live this this tonight at 7 p.m. on facebook.com slash bedrockcitycomics slash live. Nice. Got tons of good comics. The best We're going to put out, I don't know how this is going to go. How would you guys play this? Okay. Um, so we Let's have three comics. Live in front of people. Go we ahead. have three comics um, that I want to like turn into a bit. It's uh, the Barack Obama comic, the Hillary Clinton faith cover, and the Trump's Titans leftover from Shadowbriar. All three of them. What? Oh, okay. So you want to turn it into the a little The last bit? Trump book. Yeah, I don't know how to do it, though. You, you I don't want it to seem like... Each. I don't want to just throw out a Trump book and look like we ordered that, you know? Right. This is true. I mean, we did. I mean, you got it through a collection. Yeah. Well, we ordered it... The backstory is we ordered it for a subscriber, and then he disappeared i can't remember um but yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much okay i'll that's interesting i'll think about it i'll think about it i, I got nothing right now tweet us with ideas at uh, brc uncanny and the day uh, this is the day the, of the launch i'll look at it before tonight i'm sure i won't have made a decision yet no what you need to do is you need to set up an elaborate phone tree where people need to call in to vote and uh sort of like uh you know a, a PBS telephone. Uh, yep. I Maybe I can make it bidding. You bid on them, and then we'll match that bid price with a donation to 
either the Democratic or the Republican campaign. Mm, I don't like yeah. that. But, <laughs> but only if it's Democratic. Yeah, but only if it's Democratic. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Is that fair? Uh, yeah. Absolutely fair and balanced. Um, actually, um, I lied. I do have one more event, but it's not until next month. Ooh, but we do have the Michael. stuff. We do have the stuff uh, now. So, uh, start November. I'm sorry, September 19th. It's a Saturday at 7 p.m. on our Discord server. We're going to be having a miniature painting night. Um, this That's has cool. a, yes, it's a limited number of seats. Um, you. It's a put on by WizKids. You get a pre-primed miniature this month. Uh, that month it is a manticore, which is a the manticore. Yeah, it's a bird. It's a bird from, bear thing from uh, some kind of bug. Yeah. Onward. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Probably. Uh, and so what you get? It's twenty dollars. You get. You even watch that movie yet? No. Michael. But it has no. it has D and D. You'd love it. Oh my god. That movie is actually good. David Benioff and DB Weiss. They're in this. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um. So anyway, the Manticore Paint Night is uh, an officially sponsored event by WizKids, and they, are, they have a lot of people to run it virtually, so that's what we're doing. Uh, the kit is $20. Um, you get the miniature. You get 12 paints, two brushes, a water pot, and the little acrylic thing that holds all the paint and stuff doubles as a mixing palette. So it's really everything you need to paint the mini. So we've got about half the kits are gone already. Um, it's really exciting. Um, Got to come into Sugarland to get these. Uh, they're twenty bucks, uh, and we're going to be painting from seven to ten or whenever. Um, That's so, really cool. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, you, know, you don't need to be on video, but I'm going to be on there with you know camera pointed down at the mini, doing the whole thing. And I'm terrible, by the way. I want to do it. I am so bad. If you want to do I it, it would be you. great. I'm so bad at mini. Here, look. Uh, I'll, I don't know if you'll be able to see. I did a mini recently. I did this. It's pretty, See, that's good. You're like, I'm terrible, and then it looks perfect. I mean, it's, see it in person. Though. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. <laughs> see it in person. Yeah, see it in person tell me. On 480p, it looks good. On 480p, like behind a hand, it looks pretty good. Um, but, but you can yeah. paint Octavia Spencer's character from Onward. That's right. pretty cool. Exactly. Uh, and then we're doing one in October as well. Um, but So it looks like they're going to happen monthly. So that's really exciting, starting in September 19th. That's cool. So come down to the Sugarland location and pick that up. Um, but let's get down to what I done did. Did anybody do anything exciting? I started building a Gundam. What? You do that now? What? Crazy. Uh, on you. I mean, the, the Watch Boys, uh, they, they did something. Uh, it's fine. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Uh, I'm terrible at it. I'm slow. And I, I, I got my first kit is a real grade. You got a real grade to start? <laughs> so so uh, what that means for the people who don't know. That's a skeleton. It has a frame. It has a yeah skeleton under it. Uh, and that skeleton is not easy. Uh, they, but but they move better. They move and pose better. They, they're supposed to be posing better. Whatever. I broke a piece. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. It's it's not the worst thing ever. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, I broke a piece of the, of the too frame. Bad. So. We will see if I can fix it. But even that. Also, I've been arguing about this for the past three weeks. Michael already heard it. Baby boy, you kind of heard it on the live stream last week. The cream. Oh, my God. What does the cream? I didn't understand this question. Okay, Dylan. I got you. What does the cream stand for in cookies and cream? That's it. That's the whole question. What do you mean? What does it stand for? No, what what, what he means is when when you're saying no, when you're saying when you're eating a cream flavored item. I want to hear that. Okay, in ice cream, fine. 
in cookies and cream flavored ice cream what is the cream what is the flavor the, of the the white part in the middle of the oreo exactly wrong. thank you wrong it wrong says it means the ice for? cream oh except well, no, that, that doesn't make sense like that could be like cookie dough that could be snickerdoodle it could be anything it's just cookies and ice no ice cream flavor has ice cream in the name right it's ice cream flavored ice cream we're not getting this i'm done with it ron was <laughs> all about it until i disagree yeah right ron asked that on the live sale and i i read it aloud and i don't think anyone understood what he was asking well austin the, austin knew because it, it's what does the cream from- stand for well, the Wash Boys do this thing. They they get a they get these crazy questions, and then they don't they phrase them in ways that are awkward and don't make sense. Like Nick Nick <laughs> called around. I remember, oh god, like a year ago, maybe maybe not a year ago. Uh, and he and he said, "Hey, is Batman or Dracula?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I mean, what, what do that? you expect? Yeah, I've, I've heard about that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "Excuse me, I don't know." What I that expect means. awkward and confusing and not making sense from. The guys who say near the heights. Yeah, right. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Nearish, maybe the heights. Nearish. Um, Heightstington. Heightstington. Um, did I Dylan, did you do anything? Uh I played a fabulous oh. video video game. Which oh, you did. I know. Ga- gamer boy over here. I played the beta for B-O-I. Marvel's Avengers. Square Enix's Marvel's <gasps> what, sorry, so, Crystal Dynamics, <laughs> Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> Um, mixed review. Ooh, I really okay. liked it. It was fun. Okay. I can see like a great game in it, but there it was like the first of four betas, first of three betas, and okay. uh, there were some problems. Like matchmaking didn't work at all. Multiplayer was really hard to do. Um, there'd be like big frame rate drops whenever like something Hulk's big on. would happen. Yeah, yeah whenever yeah, I hear Hulk, Hulk or Hulkbuster, and I have a PS4 Pro. So and I still got frame drops. Okay, but I can see like the gameplay is really fun, and I can I can tell it's gonna be like my new life for a while. Who's your Who's your character? Out of the Out of which? Okay, cool. By by far the best one. I I Um, didn't. Did you say was your best character or your favorite? Black Widow. Oh, okay. Which you wouldn't think. Like she was low on my list going in, but they gave you Hulk, Iron Man, Black Widow, and Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Yeah. Um. So they only gave you four characters for the beta, but of those, Black what it was the best but it was really fun i liked it i hope more people play it so i can have friends to to join but we never know it's if i had to describe it i'd say it's like destiny meets i don't know i'm cool what would you say ron 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 knows he, he's a lot of videos on it a lot of people are saying it's it's destiny meets kind of borderlands but like, not even in the like. Is it first person? Like a small percentage. It's third person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the I like the uh, the, the RPG elements are a lot like Destiny. Destiny. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I I want to play. It's great it. though. I definitely want to play it. I don't. Um, oh, and I also watched um, an anime called on HBO Max called Promised Neverland. I've been wanting to watch it for a while. Oh yeah, did you it like it? Is about a an orphanage and like every time a kid gets adopted they realize that they get like basically fed to demons mm-hmm. so these kids are planning their escape it's only 12 episodes it's like a one and done thing which i'm into now you know sure and um i'm on episode seven so we'll see i really like it so far nice it's scary okay and that's all i done did basically i i done did not much i uh 
I've been I've been working, and I Word. watched I watched uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, but I watched it on Tuesday, so it was a while ago. I watched it while I was still on vacation, which was a mistake. So you don't um, remember any of the movie? Oh, I oh I do, but ask me characters' names, and I got nothing for you. Oh, <laughs> I already forgot the names. No, I remember Twinkie, Twink, Twink. <laughs> Um, okay, let's get into this news because there's a, there's a decent amount of news before we. Yeah, there's a lot of news. Okay, X Men: The Animated Series producer says, uh, "We've had talks, quote, about reviving the show for Disney Plus. Uh, we've had talks, but that's about it. We've made the conversation, and it's up to them to make the decision. But we've let them know that we're all available for whatever they want to do in the future, despite being quote semi-retired." Uh, Houston says, "I don't know who Houston is. I guess he's the person, the producer says he would come back." Um, quote, if we could do a special, a one-off episode, or a five-part episode, whatever they wanted to do, if we had all the original team, that's what I would come out of retirement for. So if you could have everything that he wanted, he'll come and do it. Okay, got it. It's kind of interesting. but That's cool. Mm-hmm. I hope they revive it. They have all those uh, yeah, icons, all the icons on Disney+. On Plus. There, right? I know this, this rumor has been going on for a while. It's got to be in the works. I don't see why you have to bring back the original. Maybe that's blasphemous to say. But like, no, you don't have to drag some dude out of retirement to make it like it's a cartoon. You can, yeah, anybody can, you don't, don't I don't think anybody can make it, but like like, a payday, you know, not anybody can make it, but as long as they have the same sensibilities, I don't see why not. Right. Yeah. Um, and it does sound like we should be, or we might be waiting longer than expected for the Disney plus Marvel shows. Alarm bells sounded when the Falcon and the Winter Soldier was not part of Disney Plus August schedule. It has now been confirmed that the series, along with the other Marvel shows that have already started shooting, still need to complete production before they're ready to release on the streaming service. Some had hopes that TFA... God, look at this acronym. TFATWS, short for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. WandaVision and Loki might have been close enough to completion to begin a staggered rollout, but that was always a long shot. And Disney CEO Bob Chapik confirmed that all all of them will will, uh, require additional filming during uh, Disney's Q3 earnings call. I like how it says alarm bells sounded when the show didn't come out in August. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they sounded before that when there was a pandemic and they had to stop shooting it. Yeah, you know? like <laughs> oh no, it's not on Disney Plus. Will it be delayed? Right, like, come on. Um, the so Falcon, this is the 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 real confirmation. So I'm yeah, glad we can yeah, start talking about that. It, well, until the next story, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, <laughs> Loki and Hawkeye, all preparing to resume shooting in Atlanta. TFA TWS TWS was supposed to debut on Disney Plus this month, but with the series in an unfinished state thanks to COVID nineteen, that wasn't possible. We don't know whether WandaVision uh, will, will uh, face similar delays, but it seems likely that all these shows will be ultimately shuffled back. Uh, there is some good news today, however, as Murphy's Multiverse is reporting that <laughs> crew members have returned to work in Atlanta to begin production to, to begin preparation for the resumption, uh, or in some cases, beginning of filming. Isn't uh, Georgia bad with COVID cases? I don't know. I thought they were bad. It's Southern. It can't be good. <laughs> the 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 site also adds uh crews for the falcon and the winter soldier loki and hawkeye have moved back into town to get the ball rolling again uh on the three upcoming marvel studios disney plus streaming series uh joining the crew for the unlimited spider-man uh, for the untitled spider-man sequel which had previously begun prep work so 
At least things, the ball is rolling on some yeah. things. I mean, that, that sounds like it's not going to be coming out anytime soon if they're still having to shoot like principal photography and not like reshoots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Mulan confirmed, this is big. Uh, Mulan confirmed for Disney Plus release on September 4th. I think we actually missed this by like after we recorded last week and before the episode went up. I think this came yeah. out on Tuesday last yeah, week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys have probably really heard week. about this. Um, Disney held its uh, uh, third quarter earnings call today, and the fight, uh, the fate of Mulan, was finally revealed. After right. a series of delays caused by COVID nineteen pandemic, uh, the live action adaptation of the animated classic is coming to Disney Plus on September fourth. Unlike other content on the streaming service, the movie will boast a quote premiere price, which means that you need to pay thirty dollars on top of your monthly subscription to watch it. That's pretty reasonable, all things considered, and will and will presumably uh, that word doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, and will presumably be there when you. Uh, I'm, this sentence is written weirdly. So it's not for rental. You can watch it as many times as you want. Yes, you can, yes, you can watch it as long as you want. Um, however, you do need to retain your Disney Plus subscription. So if right. you drop your sub, that thirty dollars is wasted. Boom! Bye-bye. I saw some. I saw some math on here, and like it was like a tweet, and it was like, if it was like if fourteen million people out of like the sixty something, um, you know, buy Mulan on Disney Plus. So if like a small a small percentage of their, you know, people do, then it would make I think it was like four hundred million dollars. Oh wow. Um, which is a lot because they keep all of that, you know. It's more than making four hundred million in a theater where you have to get right. half of it to the theater. Right. Um, and the movie costs like a hundred and something, so that'd so be really good for them. If that happens, does that mean we're getting Black Widow on Disney Plus? I think it's definitely possible. It would have to do like crazy numbers, though. I feel like I feel it like would to, it would have to do really well. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, more if it, more. I mean, if it, I think if there's it, more. I feel like there's implications beyond that. Like that could be. I don't know. That could be like normal going forward. Like the 17 day period could be, like, oh, premiere price on Disney Plus after 17 days. You know. Right. That'd be wild. Can you imagine? I mean, I can. Yeah, Dylan's Dylan's right. I can see that being a thing down the line where, when theaters are back open. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, why like, do you share? Why do you want to share your money? You know, like. They have yeah. a platform where they can get keep all their profits. So, oh, I get I, why they're doing it, but it sucks for theaters. This is unrelated, but um, well, kind of related. Um, I I drive by the Cinemark because I live right next to a Cinemark. I drive by it pretty regularly and go in the parking lot to drive by the front just to see what's going on. Because I I've said I've seen cars there lately, and mm-hmm. put up a bunch of signage uh, in the windows and doors about keeping your distance and masks being required inside. So I, they're about, they're, they're working on it. I don't know what the wow. national news is for Cinemark, but. Uh, I still think August is ha- late. August is happening. That's wild, man. It is wild. Uh, but Disney plus has reached its five year goal uh, for subscribers just eight months after launching. Um, Disney's quarter, quarterly earnings call took place last night. Uh, and though it didn't delve, uh, I'm sorry. And though it didn't deliver much in the way of good news beyond the release date plans for Mulan, there were signs that the Disney Plus streaming service will continue to go uh, from strength to strength. 
the Walt Disney Company Chief Executive Officer, Bob Chapek, uh, confirmed that Disney Plus currently has 60.5 million subscribers. Why is that a big deal? Disney initially expected to achieve that number uh, by 2024. So the streamer is well ahead of schedule and far exceeding those early estimates. I think that has a large amount to do with the pandemic and people being stuck inside. Most definitely. Yeah, I think it definitely helps them. But I heard, I saw an interesting stat about the pandemic was that like all these streaming services got a, like a significant boost at the start of the pandemic, but that everything's kind of flatlined now because every, they're just, they just said that everyone's basically chosen what they want to. And they're right. not like trying out new one new services, you know. I believe so. They're not like exponentially growing, like a limitless growth. It's just like there was that initial rush, you know, in March or whatever. Sure. But that's good for them, I guess. Have you signed up for? Have you signed up? Either of you two signed up for a new service in the last two months? I I signed up for HBO Max, but only because it HBO came Max, out. Well, yeah, I don't know. If but yeah, but I had HBO Go, so right, same. Yeah, I just moved mm-hmm. it over from one to the other. I did it. I need to it's cancel still something. Still not on Roku. Also, going back to the Mulan thing, I think thirty dollars is a little too high. <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, no, twenty five. It's a lot when you. It depends on what lens you're looking at it through. Like, sure, there. You would spend way more than that if you're going with your family to the theater. You know. Sure. And, right. We're looking would, at it from oh. a, you know. Adult with no kids, you know, perspective. Yeah. Pro pro sneak in food game, you know. So Normally, if that's the case, then well, uh, I guess they would all be the same price if you're thinking about it like that. Never mind. Normally, this this like a uh, digital movie would be after you've already had your theater experience, you know. Right. So this is this is like a replacement for a theater experience. So I feel like thirty isn't too crazy, since considering you own it too, it does kind of suck mm-hmm. that you have to keep paying for the service because it's not like the content we've talked about it the content is on on there is not excellent yeah but it's fine if you're like a disney fan though sure i mean i'm i I wouldn't say i'm a disney fan you know i mean i like a lot of disney stuff but i'm not like gonna go back and watch a bunch of back catalog i've heard that a a lot ron i think that's the consensus is that 30 is too much so there i think there it's a big gamble to see if it'll work you know yeah what People aren't used to paying $30 for a movie. Right. But I mean, there's no limit to the number of people that can watch it at, you know. Yeah, I'm curious. If, I'm curious if like, if those people that say 30 is too high don't have kids, you know what I mean? And just like how that re- relates. Because like. You it's worse for a single person. Yeah. Right. But if you have a family of four, like that's what, $40 for a family? Opposed well, to, like, also like, I think a lot of people share their accounts. Like my Disney Plus account is for three households. Sure. I don't know. Um, but like, it's not, I don't think it seems like as sinister when you see how Disney has dropped like 80 something percent in there. Like they don't have any way of making money right. for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm and not saying like poor, Dis- poor Disney empire, but like, I think they're just scrambling to do something. Well, I think sure. also um, if, if it wasn't a pandemic, uh, $30 would be even more reasonable because you could just have five or six people come over to your house to watch this movie with you and everyone brings snacks or kicks in five bucks. or you know, That's true. I mean, we, it could still happen even still. But I'm sure people are doing that, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I'm well, not... Well, there's no limit on number of logins and households and stuff. Is so. there not? Well, there's a number of accounts, but there's not like 
a, a limit to the IP addresses. So okay. I'm sure they've accounted for people sharing. Like, here, here's my password. Watch Mulan, you know? Right. Sure. Um, Tom um, Hanks is in talks to play Geppetto in Robert Zemeckis's live-action Pinocchio movie. Okay. Uh, back, in no- back in November 2011, the trades reported that Tom Hanks, I like how they, g- they give him credits here, uh, was uh, <laughs> in talks to play Geppetto in a live-action take on Disney's Pinocchio. This was back when Paddington director Paul King was attached to helm the project, but it looks like Hanks' interest has been renewed now that Robert Zemeckis uh, from Back to the Future uh, is behind the camera. According to, according to Deadline, the mega-popular actor is in early negotiations for, for the role of Geppetto, having reached out to Zemeckis personally in the hopes of reteaming with his Forrest Gump and castaway director of the film. What is that second movie that they credit him with? Road uh, to Perdition. For Perdition, it's a. Um, I haven't seen it. Just I don't. I've never a Stephen heard of King that. adaptation. Uh, one is of those that like? Se- um, it's like a I drama. feel like that's not one of his like. That's not a top tier. Well known role. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> Road to Perdition. Yeah, it's some like period crime thing. He's wearing a fedora in the on the poster and. Okay. It's directed by Sam Mendes. <laughs> oh, interesting. So, there you go. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm wrong about the Stephen King thing, but. Um, <clears throat> Uh, I'm thinking of uh, something else. Captain Marvel 2 finds its director in filmmaker Nia DaCosta. Uh, Captain Marvel 2 has found its... Well, I'm, okay. According to Deadline, Marvel <laughs> has enlisted Candyman reboot helmer Nia DaCosta to step behind the camera of the highly anticipated sequel, which will see Brie Larson make her comeback as Carol Danvers. This makes DaCosta the first black woman to, to direct a Marvel Studios film. Kevin Feige and co-, and co. are said to have been meeting with candidates for the past couple of months. No one else is named in this report. But DaCosta, quote, seemed to have the edge for some time. Uh, WandaVision writer Megan McDonald penned the script. Cool. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good nope. with that. I mean, what else is Nia DaCosta directed other than this Candyman movie that we haven't seen yet? In the one I put on the chat. L- I- Little Woods. Little, Little Woods. Woods. Little Woods. It's a I movie it. with Tessa Thompson and Lily James. It's okay, good. Gonna, it's like a quiet gonna... it's like a quiet drama about basically okay. like sisterhood and stuff, but it was really good. So I'm, I'm this glad movie. Marvel is further diversifying the directors, yes, you know? Absolutely. Like I saw I saw like a uh, an image with all the faces of the upcoming directors and it looks really It's not know, just a bunch of old white men. No. So also good. I think this is great for correct me if I'm wrong, but I have, I feel like I never see these like big blockbuster, like normally Marvel and these big blockbusters like, like to match the lead to the director. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh yeah. Like I never see black directors directing white characters. This is kind of like what Anthony Mackie was talking about. Yeah. I wonder if he lit a fire in a Marvel and was like, you know what? He was right. Better fix this. Yeah, he was he, though. I mean, yeah, he's definitely right. Especially a black woman, like, um, I don't know. It would have been easy to pick some white woman to direct it, you know. But she's, I don't know. I feel, I keep hearing a lot about her and how good Candyman is. So I'm hoping. Yeah, I, 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 I cannot wait for Candyman. I want to see that movie so bad. <laughs> um, Agents yep. of Shield: The End Is Nigh in the final <laughs> promo for the next week's two-hour series finale. Y'all watching with me? Uh, mm, no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next week, Marvel's Agents of Shield, the first television series under the now defunct Marvel Television banner, is coming to a close with the finale that will surely bring a satisfying conclusion to the journey of Phil Coulson 
and his team uh, uh, have been on these past seven years. Seven years, okay. Um, the two-part series finale will air at a special time on Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, the first part being titled The End is at Hand, while the latter half being titled What We're Fighting For. Um, I watched the first uh, two, no, three seasons. I, I watched up until the one before Ghost Rider showed up. You stopped right before it got great. It's sad. Okay. I, I, I mean, it was it was still good. But I was like, still enjoying. I was enjoying four, it. Four seasons to get great. Mm. What a I, show! I said before it got great. It was still okay. It was it I, was good. I enjoyed time. it the whole way of what I watched. Um, it's just sort of like Ron and the Walking Dead. You just get behind, and then you stop caring. When you get out of the mm-hmm. habit of watching, it, you're like, eh, whatever. I'll get to it, yeah. and then you never get to it, and then that happens you, to me too. Ron was Ron was saying for uh over a year oh no i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna get to it we're gonna get to it it just you know never got to mm-hmm. it never got to it now you're never gonna get to it. Not, yeah i'm never getting to it at this point yeah right it's like i i actively i'm in the same boat with walking dead too i have like zero interest in going back and finishing it except walking dead got worse and right shield got better i so. finished the comic though so i'm not worried about it <laughs> oh you did yeah i finished walking dead the comic yeah. okay um dylan are you excited for this as as a shield fan um shield has been really great the last few seasons but this season that's airing now is like not great it's okay you know so i'm a little disappointed Mm -hmm. but the last few episodes have been really good i'm hoping i don't know i hope they do something like what would they do to make people interested who don't watch it i i I don't don't care honestly like i mean they're done with this it's over right it's it's like uh any of those you know those side stories that they were doing like like runaways like you know that that wasn't on like the big banner stuff it was like mm-hmm. oh you know whether it's good or not they didn't put a lot of effort into making people watch it um it's sad that this is like or at least sometimes is more was more steeped in the movies you know like having movie characters like nick fury and colson and Rhea hill and stuff but never really crossed back over into the movies like they could have Right, because I would have like I feel like that's like a dangling thread. The Coulson Avengers thing, like they all still think he's dead. I'm pretty sure it's been seven years. Oh yeah, no, he's but dead to them. I just think I'm not saying this would happen, but it would be cool if they did like a mic drop and they like incorporated the snap somehow or something. Oh, you man. know, or like they got where are they? they? Like they join the battle against Thanos at the end. Where are they like timeline that. wise? Or do we not know? Ugh. So it's a. The okay. time traveling. It's, it's too much. It's a time travel season, so okay. Oh, but they can teleport. They got Ghost Rider, and he can like open portals and stuff. So like they could easily open portals. What if it was my show? Okay, they would. It would end with them joining the fight against Thanos, like in the end of Endgame, and then that would be the end. That'd be cool, you know? Yeah, you don't even have cool. to show it. You just got to show them like porting in, and then that's it. And that would be make people like, oh, that's cool. And then they'd talk about it for a week and then it'd be over. Right. Yeah, basically. Um, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness news. Uh, they are looking to cast a young teen to play America Chavez. Uh, in the comic books, America Chavez, uh, who is also known as Miss America, is a young woman in her late teens or early 20s. Marvel Studios, however, appears to be looking for a younger actric- actress to take on the role uh, if a new... Uh, rumor shared by the direct is any indication of their plans the character being part of dr strange in the multiverse of madness has been rumored for months now 
and she has been described in the past as a quote teenage Hispanic female who we, who will be supporting the, a lead. Uh, I'm sorry, who will be a supporting lead in the film? The latest rumor claims that the official casting grid has indicated that Marvel Studios is looking for a Puerto Rican actress between 20, 12 and 15 years old. That may seem a little young, but it gives Miss America a starting point in the MCU, allowing fans to follow her story from the very beginning. That's really cool. I hope that's. I hope that actually happens. I mean, twelve to fifteen seems I young, but then you remember young. that like sequels come out three years later, so it'll be like exactly eighteen be by the time the next movie comes out. So it's not like I'd rather this than them cast a twenty-year-old and then try and make us believe that this twenty-five-year-old is a teenager. Shout out sure. the movie that we shout watched. out to our movie review. We know what I mean. Yeah, like it's it, yeah. it's it would be cool because I feel like we've never done that before. I mean, to, but like, follow a real teen. So he was in his twenties when, but he's also an exception because he looks sure. So yeah, I mean, and they ca- wasn't he in his twenties when they casted him? Yeah, he was like twenty, at least late teen. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Maybe cool. Yeah, I'm I'm up for that. Uh, Tron three is officially in the works. It looks like what? the recent rumor that Disney is finally planning to move forward with a third Tron movie is accurate. Um, the trade confirms that Jared Leto is still attached to to, to star in this movie. Uh, and the project has also landed a director in Garth Davis, who directed Lion Mary Magdalene, which I don't know. Um, this will be the filmmaker's first major tentpole gig. Oh, that's why. Uh, and he is said Ooh. to have, quote, aggressively pursued the job. I... Michael's falling asleep while reading this. Who cares? Article. <laughs> who cares? I like, care. It's... I love Tron. I don't want Jared I... Leto in it. No, oh, no, no. I no, no, no. don't care. I actively I... am against it. I. I don't want Jared Leto in anything. And I did enjoy Tron Legacy. And I know I know that's like a hot take. I had a good time with that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time and I probably shouldn't because I will probably... Same boat. I'll never rewatch it. But yeah. unless this movie is about to come out, I'll rewatch it right before. But And then, and then hate it. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I don't know. Actually, yeah, you know what? You're right. I did. I enjoyed, I enjoyed Tron and Tron Legacy. So I'd be okay with the Tron 3, but... I'd rather it not be relegated to unproven why can't director it have the same, and trash star. You know? Why can't it have the same leads from Tron Legacy? I don't understand. Because that movie flopped and people didn't care, right? I guess, but like... Or did it flop? Did it like... I don't know how it, it did. It didn't do well. It didn't do very well. But I don't think it was because of the actors. Like, I don't think Jared Leto is going to be a like big no. draw. Is Is Olivia Wilde too old now? They're like, she's aged out. She's above 30. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, Cassian Andor adds Adria Arjona uh, to the Disney Plus series in an undisclosed role. Deadline re- uh, revealed that Six Underground and Morbius star uh, yeah. Ad- Adria Arjona, I'm guessing. Uh, Maybe Arjona? Who knows? Ar- yeah. It could, yeah. Could, that's probably more. One of the two. Is set to star opposite Diego Luna as Cassian Andor uh, in the Cassian Andor series coming to Disney Plus. As you might expect, specific details about who the Six Underground star is playing are being kept under wraps. Okay, I'm still surprised that we're getting a Cassian show. That seems like a weird direction, but no interest. Love Cassian. Yeah, um, DC Fandom trailer teases upcoming online event with John Williams' classic Superman theme. Did you guys watch oh. it and get hyped? Oh. I, I watched it. It seemed, it seemed kind of exciting to me. I don't know. It was as know. good as a trailer for a convention could be. Like, what do you true. want? Fair enough. Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm just hating because I don't care. Because it's DC. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you're not wrong. It had uh, cool graphics. It did have cool graphics. Um, did it though? I mean, it had good enough. It had like a big stadium, like that I can't go into. Are we gonna like the only thing we had to compare this to was San Diego Comic Con, which was just a series of YouTube Zoom calls, you know? So like, right. the bar is okay. low. Hey, Gen Con went really well, by the way. Gen Con Online oh, really? okay. was a smash success. Um, yeah, it was fantastic. They had all this integration. They had Twitch, YouTube, Facebook. They had integrate. They, you know, sharing the main Twitch with other platformers, and it was really good. Um, it was not. You don't, just, need, to, you don't need to read the thing. It's yeah, yeah, we, no, not we, we it. said it all. We, but we know, the, we the rumor is that the some of the panels for this are just going to be live and then not posted. Oh. Like, um, or like to... an air once kind of special thing. So like, okay, no one's gonna. I'm no kind of screen grab it. No way. I'm yeah. sure they will, but like they're not gonna officially re, uh, you know, repost it. There's no way they're doing. That. I mean, that's cool. That emul- that simulates the con experience and that gets people to watch. I think if they make it, here. if they have like really cool visuals online and make it look like that stadium that was in the trailer and like. Kind of like like Michael said, try to simulate the con experience as much as possible. That would be cool, but I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe they're not going to do that. I mean, they that technology is there. Like um, Howard Stern was on, I think it was Jimmy Kimmel, probably like four or so years ago, and you would never know it if you didn't listen to his radio show. But he wasn't in studio. They green screened him in with Jimmy Kimmel on his set in California. And Howard's like, I'm not flying to California to do this show. I got work tomorrow. And so they went to a TV studio and they just filmed it and it matches up perfectly. So you, and it looked like he was there. Hmm. So there's no reason they couldn't do a really cool panel experience with everybody in different rooms. There's no reason that couldn't happen. That would be cool if they were like filmed sitting on stools, you know, or like chairs, like, like they are kind of like at a panel, you know, behind it. And then they just virtually put them behind a table. Right. Yeah. I know some stuff the schools are doing, like you know how schools are doing virtual learning with the with the Zoom calls and stuff. There's this thing where yep. they're in like a, it makes it look like an auditorium and like it it automatically crops out their heads and they're like in little chairs. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Okay. It's, it's they could do I'm just saying, there's room to do something cooler than what Comic Con did. Agreed. Um they've announced uh fandom has announced uh over three hundred guests, including The Rock. Uh, I guess I should say Dwayne <laughs> Johnson, Robert Pattinson, and Ezra Miller. I'm not reading this whole thing. There's a huge list of names. Yeah, there's um, a bunch. Comic, so, movie, TV. Yeah, comic, games, and more. It says animated TV series, games, comics, and more. Live action series and films. What What other, I mean, ice cream bars? There? What do they have? There's <laughs> one that I'm excited about. That's... Cookies and cream bars. Yeah. <laughs> Cookies and cream bars. Cookies and cream ice cream. Um, that I that I'm excited about. I'm not sure. Like it's just people are totally reading into it. But there's um, Ava DuVernay who is directing New Gods yeah. is there, and then like the names after her, and one of them is Kathy Bates. So like people are thinking maybe she's Granny Goodness. I know that's oh, like a leap, but I'm like okay that would make that. I would be so excited for that. She'd be perfect for Granny Goodness. Also, the big takeaway from this list is that Ezra Miller's there because like it was like will yeah. they won't they fire him and move on? I thought he him, was like, like canceled. I mean. He didn't kill that woman. He just <laughs> fair enough. He just choked her. So like, I guess it's yeah, fine. I mean, it's fine, right? No big deal. We're being sarcastic. Yeah, obviously. In case people can't tell. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
Uh, Justice League news. Uh, Zack Snyder shares off <laughs> a first look at the Snyder Cut's Steppenwolf. Um, that's it. That's the article. That, that's the tweet. There's a that's the low tweet. res photo of of a PS. He shared it to Vero. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. You can read an article that said a huge tease on Vero today. That's the only way. Like that's his platform. That's where that's, he does stuff. Is Vero? That's too much. Anyway, it, it looks. People are like, it looks so much better, but like, it looks the same. I don't know. I don't really remember too much what Steppenwolf looks like. Looked like, other than that, it was. I, I have no idea. I don't good. remember at all um, what he looked like from the movie. Um, oh, is this not from the actual movie? No, this is the new one. No, this is from Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. Oh, it looked the same. <laughs> but, well, we're gonna get a trailer for it with Fandom, so exactly. We'll know soon. Um. Suicide Squad game confirmed by Rocksteady, and Superman is going to be Task Force X's target. Um, all right, you guys excited? Yeah. This we're gonna. This is a tease about Fandom. Also, we'll know a lot more. It's yes, almost like course. not worth doing like a deep dive into because no, we're, we're going to talk know, about it a lot. Yeah, we'll talk about more it more in what like two weeks or so. Yeah, uh, but they did. They did reserve the i the the website or the IP or something, Suicide Squad versus Justice League. So it could be like more than Superman. It could be a versus Justice League game. But either way, that's cool. I'm glad it's just not another Batman game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, sure. Ron will be, be really excited to play it. You know, Apex, baby. The only reason way Ron would play a DC game is if there's like a D- DC DLC pack for Apex, I feel like. I'm down that's with it. it. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, Harry Potter will stream exclusively on Peacock this October after a brief <laughs> oh, stay wait, on HBO Max. Get out of here. You know what Peacock is, Ron? Nope. Oh, is that uh, NBC, right? NBC, yeah. NBC just launched their streaming service. But the the reason this is news is because HBO Max is like getting a lot of flack for faking people out. Like, Remember we talked about the DC ones? All the DC movies went away. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, they have two properties basically Harry Potter and DC. And now all the Harry Potter movies are leaving because they sold them to NBC. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, they'll get them back, right? One day, but like, you did this after your streaming service launched. It's really weird. I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason for this. And it's always easy to be like an armchair executive, you know, and be like, well, if I was starting a streaming service, but like if I was starting a streaming service, I would launch it with like a couple really good shows that like I would, if I was doing HBO max, I would launch it with a DC show and a Harry Potter TV show, like in the Harry Potter universe. Right. And then that's it. Like you get all the subscribers. I don't understand why these services launch. And then like years later we get content for it. For the same reason that like, you know, all these things happen. It's they they see this is the they gotta strike while the iron's hot they gotta get their subscribers now they gotta get their service out now they gotta have the app they gotta you know all these things it's like oh we got one thing it's fine people are stupid they don't care doesn't it seem like everyone decided they had to have a streaming service now at the same time though it's weird yes it's like yeah. it was netflix netflix and hulu and that's it and then and all then these other home. ones but like they knew why do you home. what's the excuse for not mining the harry potter ip that you own like you're not above like i know there's no book for it but like you make those terrible fantastic beast movies so like 
you know, above it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not saying I'd want to see it, but like, right. That's what that Green Lantern show that's going to come out. Like that should be ready. Going to come out. How Mandalorian was ready. You know, who, who is, um, how much is, how much is Peacock? It's free with commercials. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Whatever. I think there's a non-commercial option. Um, anyway, Dune director Denis Villeneuve uh, says it will be a quote sprint to get the movie finished in time for December. Uh, we've known about this. Um, I was planning to go back and shoot some elements later because I wanted to readjust the movie. Time was a luxury that I had. I didn't know that, that it would be a pandemic. So when the virus hit North America, as we were about to go back to do these elements, the impact that it crushed, uh, the impact was that it crushed my schedule right now. Uh, it will be a sprint to finish the movie on time right now because we were allowed to go back and shoot these elements uh, in a few weeks. It also meant that I have to finish some elements of the movie, like VFX and the editing. Being in Montreal, and my crew stayed in Los Angeles. Um, I would be surprised. That sounds if like he wanted to do reshoots but couldn't do it. Yeah, that's what it sounds yeah. like. I hope it doesn't suffer for it. You know. Oh man, me but, too. Uh, there is like it is nice that he's still rushing to get it done in time for December. Like that gives me hope that it is coming out in December one way or another, you know? I mean, yeah. HBO Max premium price. Wow. Mulan. Yeah. Come on, yeah I'll, buy it. It. I'll buy it for 30 if there's that movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. I would do it. I mean, I, I want to see it in theaters though. Oh, so sure. If it happens where all these movies come out in streaming, you know, like if that's the avenue we go down, there's going to be a gap later on. You know, like, so if all the movies that they had coming out for this summer come out now and they've stopped making movies, somewhere down the line there's going to be a gap because they weren't making movies during this time either. You know what of I course. mean? Right. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. So I, ho- I hope they fill that time with, with the movies releasing movies in theaters. Like, put, even if Doom came out in streaming, put it in theaters for a couple of weeks. You know, it's like a special thing. I think that's that would cool. be cool, yes. That would be the smart thing to do, actually. Oh, boy. Uh, John Wick 5 officially confirmed on Lionsgate earnings call. Let's go. Uh, is, is set to shoot back to back with chapter. What is chapter? Four. chapter okay, four. chapter four. Okay. Um, it's like, is that a spinoff? Um, right that, that's mean? exciting that they're filming these back to back. Due to yes. the ongoing coronavirus pandemic, subsequent production shut down on Warner Brothers The Matrix 4. Lionsgate was forced, forced to push back filming on John Wick 4 into next year as the franchise leading man Keanu Reeves was suddenly unavailable for the, for the rest of 2020. However, it appears as though the extended pre-production has been good for the team uh, and has really gotten the creative juices flowing for Reeves and director Chad Stahelski. Stahelski? Stahelski? Stahelski, you're right. Stahelski. Uh, As they've turned their shoot for one sequel into two. On yesterday's uh, earnings call, Lionsgate CEO John Feltheimer officially uh, announced John Wick 5 and confirmed plans to shoot them back-to-back. That is exciting. Um, I've still only seen the first one. Hey, I watched two and three pretty recently. You know, a couple months ago. So three is on HBO Max. Is it really? But not, not for two. long. No, yeah, it's gonna be gone in a day. Right. I mean, yeah, by, the, by the time you said it, now that's that's one of those movies that are like last chance watch now, like movies. So it's on Peacock now. <laughs> wow, got him. That's too bad. Um. <laughs> John Wick uh, director Chad Stahelski teaming up with writer Derek Kolstad uh, for the Man from Nowhere remake. 
Uh, with the fourth John Wick movie in the works, uh, the director is keeping busy, so he's signed with uh, Lionsgate to produce the remake of The Man from Nowhere. Uh, frequent collaborator Derek Colstead has signed up to pen the screenplay from previous, uh, previously writing all three John Wick movies. So it's safe to say this version of the South Korean hit is in good hands. Uh, the movie is from 2010. It made $42 million and became the country's highest grossing movie of that year. According to Deadline, that, quote, centered around a quiet pawn shop keeper with a violent past who takes on uh, a drug and organ trafficking ring in hopes of saving the child who is his only friend. All right. I like John Wick. Like, it does, John Wick adjacent. Is that not John know? Wick? I mean, this next one's definitely John Wick. I, I want to see the original before I see this. So Yeah. Well, thankfully, we have some time. Um, yep. Splinter Cell animated series is in the works from Netflix uh, and John Wick director uh, Derek Colstead. Did you, you like the order I put these articles oh, well in? Done, yeah, Dylan. Um, <laughs> Variety has confirmed that an anime adaptation is it an anime? Um, it's animated. Well, I mean, the, the article says anime. That an anime adaptation <laughs> of the hit video game franchise Splinter Cell is in the works at Netflix. There's been talk of a live action movie since 2012 when Tom Hardy was attached. I like how they credit him as Venom star Tom Hardy was attached to play Sam Fisher, something that remained the case for several years thereafter. Uh, But the trade explains the project is now considered inactive. Uh, Derek Colstead, writer of John Wick, is set to serve as both writer and executive producer on the show, which has already received a two season, 16 episode order from the streaming service. Uh, so it's like the Castlevania format, I feel like. I think that could work. I think Splinter Cell could work um, as a... I don't know anything about Splinter Cell, but... It's it's weird. I actually just recently bought a digital Splinter Cell game because I had the itch to play one, uh, and I've been having a good time with it. Uh, it playing Chaos Theory. Um, I think they're... I mean, I, I haven't played all of them. I think I stopped at Double Agent. Um, actually, before Double Agent. But I like 1, 2, and 3... And then a handful of the other ones. They're, they're fun. The first game is crushingly difficult. Um, but uh, anyway. Um, federal judge gives green light to termination of Paramount consent decrees. A federal judge has given the green light to the Justice Department to terminate the 71-year-old consent decrees that have restricted major studios' control over the exhibition process. The the lifting of the decrees will clear the way for the studios to once again take significant ownership of theater chains, now in dire straits because of the pandemic. Studios and exhibitors will be allowed to engage in a host of business practices that have been prohibited since the late 1940s. Hmm. I can summarize it for you. This is kind of wordy. So basically they said that they can do something called um, like block booking, which is where a studio can be like, you can you can buy Star Wars for your theater, but you also have to get, you know, Lady Bird, you know, like they can attach, they can put movies together as a package oh. that they have to buy. So they're like, you have to show Lady Bird on 15 screens if you want Star Wars. Wow. So this, like this whole thing basically gave studios, the movie studios more power over the theaters. Um, they can also now own their own theaters. Like they could be a Disney, like there could be a major chain of Disney theaters or, you know, whatever. Um, which the major argument here was that like Netflix and Amazon have theaters. There's a few of them, you know? Uh Um, so why can't they, you know, why can't the studios? Because the, these rules are from the forties. So they're like, they obviously couldn't account for the expansion streaming services and stuff like that. Yeah. That too. But it's pretty bad for theaters because. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. 
this whole they thing can't, this whole thing losing more is, and more power yeah it's going going very poorly um and i do know um star cinema has reclosed the theater by my store so that they weren't selling tickets like they were hoping didn't they reclose before did they reclose and reopen and then reclose um no they opened they- i don't maybe I, maybe i already mentioned it but no they opened up for a month and then closed down that's a bummer yeah um star trek news noah hawley's movie put on hold as paramount pictures evaluate the franchise's future i think i'm, I'm not i don't need to read this this is honestly i think that's probably for the best because i haven't really dug all the last star trek movies um i'm but i'm not a big trekkie so uh maybe i'm not I got really into them for a while, like when I was in high school. I, I read all the comics, all the IDW oh, wow. trades, and uh, and like of all really the, Chris liked the movies. Stuff or the yeah, all the um, Kelvin saga, the okay. Kelvin era. Um, but I was into it, um, and I was excited for Noah Hawley because I really like Fargo and Lily Jin and yeah. Oh yeah, I do. I mean, I, I do excited. like all those things. I was excited for him to do a Star Trek movie, but I get it. Yeah, I, I mean, what was that last one with Idris Elba? I think it's just like sort of into into darkness. No, uh, Beyond Star Trek Beyond. Um, right, I'm gonna, that wasn't great. No, yeah, um, Spider Man into the Spider Verse uh, writer, a spinoff writer, tapped to pen Mark Miller's Reborn for Netflix. Uh, we're still waiting on the first Miller World adaptation to hit Netflix after the comic book writer Mark Miller signed a huge deal with the streaming service in 2017. But their adaptation of Reborn has found a new writer. Relative newcomer uh, Beck Smith um, has been tapped to pen the screenplay, according to The Hollywood Reporter. While the Lego Batman movies, Chris McKay has signed up to direct. Um, Interestingly, Sandra Bullock is producing the project, so we can likely expect it to attract an all-star cast. Uh, Was this a kid's movie with the Lego Batman director and the Spider-Verse writer? I don't understand. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I haven't read the comic. I read the first issue. Yeah, I, right. I read, I read the I, first issue, but I didn't go past that. It's uh, yeah, it's about reborn into this afterlife, and it's like an main, old lady gets reborn, right? Yeah, and this main character is looking for um her husband. So, am I wrong, or is this the one where they actually like had an actress that was gonna do it, or is that something? And I don't remember. Oh no, that I'm thinking of Empress, where Anne Hathaway was gonna play her. Oh, that for was real? another that was oh, another Mark Miller book, right? Yeah, it's another Mark Miller yep. one here. Well, I'm glad one of his movie scripts is being adapted. Um, speaking of adaptations, uh, Invincible from Image, uh, a first look at uh, Amazon's animated adaptation of Robert, of Robert Kirkman's comic has been revealed. Um, while there have been rumblings of a live ad- adaptation of some sort, uh, Walking Dead, uh, Robert Kirkman, and other, co- uh, other comic book series, Invincible is now coming to Amazon Prime as an animated TV show. Uh, we've been promised some sort of first look for a while now, and that's come our way in an image. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, that's come our way in Image Comics free comic book day issue. Um, what do you guys think about this? It looks good. It looks, it looks just like, like standard the, cartoon. It yeah. does. I mean, it looks just like his art, though. So. It, it looks like the comic. So I'm. A, I mean, yeah. I, I've not read much Invincible, so I'm not. Have you run? I've only read uh, the first volume. I know Dwight mm-hmm. from the Clear Lake location is a big Invincible fan. Um, yeah, we talked about it. that a long ago. Yeah. I like. I'm not sure if I should read it before watching. There's a lot of it, though. That's the thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot yeah. of it. Robert Kirkman. Yeah. Um, last piece of news here: 
Uh, Knight Rider Big Screen Reboot is in the works uh, from Spyglass Media and James Wan. Okay, well, I was laughing at it till James Wan. I like James Wan a lot, so I'm okay. Um, a big screen reboot of the popular 80s action adventure series Knight Rider uh, is in works at Spyglass Media. Aquaman director Helmer, James Wan, <laughs> is developing the project th uh, through his Atomic Monster production house. If he is also in line to direct, there is no mention of it in the report. Uh, former video game writer T.J. Fixman is adapting the screenplay. <laughs> okay. Gotta fix well, fast. Yeah. Um, not on this list. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, we are past the date that George R. R. Martin said that we could uh, imprison him if Winds of Winter isn't released. Uh, we passed oh, are we? Last week. Yep. Uh, that was last week. So, yeah, there's, one, jail, huh? there's cool. one more bit of news today that I didn't okay. put in here. It's kind of just now happening. Ron and I were talking about it earlier. There's like all these big layoffs happening at DC. I don't know oh. if you've been on Twitter, Michael, no. but like every, basically every comic creator is talking about it. They're like basically acting like something terrible has happened, like praying for DC. Um, okay. Cause they fired the editor in chief, Bob Harris, like the, you know, like yeah. the dandy, like the, the head honcho. Jim Lee was demoted. He's not a, um, a published like an editor anymore. Yeah. Um, Mark Doyle, Brian Cunningham, Andy, like a bunch of, basically a bunch of editors that all these creators liked got fired today. Ooh. Like they were just told today. So they're doing wow. some big, the, the uh, editor of black label was fired. Um, wow. A, a bunch of people. I don't really know enough to be like, Oh, I'm sad this person's leaving, you know, because right. Neither know. am I. I don't, I don't know any of those roles. I mean, the only one I know is like Bob Harris and Jim Lee. And it's like kind of a big deal that they're, I mean, Jim Lee is like as big of a name as it gets, you know? And the fact that they're demoting him is like, what's he going to do? Go back to yeah, what, or something? What was he doing, though? You know what I mean? I don't, I'm sure he well, was he, was, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't a creator anymore. He was like, he was in charge of editorial decisions and stuff. So he was, he was a busy guy, but like, I could see him going and making his, if he's mad about this, going off back to Image and making his own stuff again. Yeah. Um, also, uh, randomly, um, in Doctor Who news, I don't know if you guys saw that. I mean, I know none of you care, but um, Christopher Eccleston, the Ninth Doctor, is returning for the first time ever to Doctor Who uh, for Big a Finish. A voiceover. Uh, yes. Well, he's doing, uh, they do Big Finish Studios, does a bunch of uh, Doctor Who uh, audio adventures that are like produced like radio dramas. And pretty much every Doctor Who is still alive um, does them. David Tennant, Matt Smith, Tom Baker old ones so he had that big falling out right yeah but uh he's coming back so that's exciting i guess that's a big deal yeah that's it's huge if you like doctor who it's really big news and i uh, also sent to the chat um to the facebook uh messenger here that uh they just put out a poster for clive barker's books of blood coming to hulu it looks i'm really excited for that but um that's, that's cool. coming october 7th hopefully we'll talk about that uh in the future um right. so i guess however, we don't have time to talk about the movie uh, thanks, bye, for, thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, so Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift came out in 2006. Um, 6 16 60, uh, 2006. Would you look at that? There's three sixes, you know. <gasps> oh my wow. Um, I'm not reading the plot of the movie. If, if we can what, summarize what it. plot of the movie? Spoilers for Fast and the Furious 3, if you care, by the way. What spoilers? Um, so, so the plot of the movie is uh, Braddy Teen. Played by Luke by thirty plus year old man Lucas Black, uh, 
is sent to live with his father in Tokyo. Uh, after he gets into a crazy car race with Brad from Home Improvement, um, <laughs> who looks like the biggest doofus in the world, like doofus. Just yes, he looks like he has doofus written on his forehead. It's great. Um, gets into some crazy car race, and then he does the same exact thing um, in uh, in Tokyo with Lil Bow Wow as Twinkie. Twink. Um, directed by Justin Lin, who directed Star Trek Beyond, and then Fast 4, Fast 5, and Fast 6. Um, written by... Uh, written by... Dylan, I don't know what you're showing me, Ronald. Um, I sent Ron a picture of... of I took some pictures of Liam with a, with a filter on it. Oh, wow. It's, um, it's written by Chris Morgan, who also wrote Hobbs and Shaw, Fast 8, Fast 7, uh, Fast huh. 6, Fast 5, Fast 4, and 47 Ronin. So why he messed up on this one? <laughs> um, also starring um, Brian T as DK, um, Sung Kong uh, as Han, and Natalie Kelly as Neela. And DK. Don't forget Lil Bow Wow. I, I already said Bow Wow. He's there. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, it had 158 million dollar. It made 158 million dollars with an 85 million dollar budget. It has a 37 percent uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. 69 percent. Nice. Uh, nice. uh, audience score. Nice. It is 98 minutes. Abe Crisp. A crisp. This is 98 minutes. This felt, felt like longer. two and a half hours. Dude, it, it feels so much longer. Yeah. This movie is terrible. <laughs> it lives up to its reputation. It's worse than Fast than the second one. I know, I know. I know. I know. I know. Ron loves Too Fast, but I know we talked about it last time. And that Too Fast is a gem compared to this. Too fast. I th- this makes too me fast look back at the gym. This makes me look back at too fast and say, you know, let's go watch that movie again. Yeah, fifteen hundred times before I ever watch this movie again. Um, it's really bad. Um, it makes no sense. There's zero plot. It's just, hey, look at my car. Look at this car. Well, you Isn't see, this car he's cool? trying to get the girl from the horrible, horrible uh, right. white and Asian man. So he does it twice. This thirty-year-old man. Any <laughs> old teenager who was I haven't seen this time, movie apparently. in forever, but I don't remember being asked to believe that this old dude was in high school. When they said he was in high school in the movie, I was like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. With his mom, like in the <laughs> right. I don't know. Just the interaction with his mom being like, I don't know, acting like he had a the, guardian was insane. the dialogue though is so good. It's just like, <laughs> like arguing with his dad. The, well, not even that. But just like when he when uh, his mom got to the detention room and then yeah, she's like yeah. mrs whatever and you're just like it's miss is this his wife <laughs> it's miss i was just like oh my lord come on I, I forgot so much about this movie but i want to point out the the part to me that is the absolute worst is the part where uh the old man teenager character is a passenger in Neela. What's her name? Neela? Neela, yeah. Uh-huh. And they go drifting. And she's explaining the art of drifting. Yes. And they yes, do like yes. this synchronized drifting right down the side of a mountain. I just want to I want to cringe out of my skin. I can't deal with I cried. I cried twice. Yeah, like so if you cry every time, guys. Um I, I was about to say no shame if you like this movie, but I mean no. look, we all we all like some crap. Yeah, but like, you can like it, but like you gotta own it that this movie. Just know it's bad. 
all caps. Sucks. I mean, I said while I was watching it, I was looking at the timestamp because I was bored, and there were 40 minutes left, and there's still no plot other than kid kid moves to Tokyo. That was it. This, uh, w- were there any positives to the movie for y'all? No, no. <laughs> I guess Han, I like Han. I thought he was pretty. And he's a recurring uh, character. Charismatic. Apparently. He's like the only one that they basically, I mean, other than a few exceptions, he's like the only one that has carried over in a major way, you know, in the franchise. Major. And I could see why, because he was, I don't know, he was pretty, I thought the scenes with him were the best scenes. I would say that. What did you think about the big surprise at the end? Which I honestly <laughs> don't you, know what you're talking when about. When your boy Vin Diesel Oh, right. Yeah. That was crazy. Dude. I bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> We're family. I forgot he, I forgot he was. How many, how many more times is Han going to die in this universe and come back to life? He's he's back in the next one, Ron. No, I know. I'm just saying, is he going to die in the next one? Is he, is... So what's more unbelievable? Make it, trying to ask us to, to believe, believe that, that is Lucas a... Black <laughs> isn't or that John Cena is Vin Diesel's brother in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Biological brother. Who's the older like. brother? Who's supposed to be older at this point? Both I would them. assume Vin Diesel. No, you know what? I wouldn't actually. Let's reverse it's... it. I bet John Cena's a big brother. No, it's gonna be to this fifty-year-old man. <laughs> right. <laughs> Things don't need to make sense. There were a I lot mean, of like weird car uh, physics too. Of course, well, I, I feel like there were several instances of cars just like kind of bumping into each other and then suddenly rolling and like getting fully sure. destroyed. Well, sure. Like the way, like the, the first crash in the movie when he's like oh, street racing. Yes, and then he like just walks out of the car. Like the car is fully annihilated. Like there's no, there's no right. car left. It's like he's a frame. Fine. He's yeah, fine. Same with the girl and her boyfriend. You already knew we were in for in, in for it when she was like, "The winner gets me." Oh, right, god. exactly. Like, oh my god! god. It's like, oh god! It was a part where where uh, an old teenager passed passed up the dude in the Corvette, and she was like, "Do you not love me?" I was like, <laughs> yeah, he don't love you, girl. Mm-mm. So, what's worse, um, whoever wins gets me, or smack that ass from uh, <laughs> bro? I love smack that ass from too fast. <laughs> oh no. This movie is really uh, bad, guys. Dude, Don't go watch so it. Bad. So, okay. Who named so, little Bow Wow Twink? Who did that? <laughs> this is why gay people need to be in every facet of the movie making industry. Because one of them would have been like, you can't call him Twink. <laughs> like, that's not He'd be okay. like, hey, Twink, get over here, Twink. Several times. And his name is Twinkie. But they right. call him Twink several times throughout the movie. Well, I'm sure and his I know name isn't Twinkie either. I'm sure that's a, also a nickname. I know, but like... No, I was, no his name's Twinkie. That's not Christian okay. Name? That's... <laughs> His full legal name is Twinkie. Twinkie right. Bow Wow. <laughs> Twinkie Bow Wow. That's my next D&D character. I'm going to be Twinkie Bow Wow. Oh, man. Um, this movie's really bad. So before we, before we wrap up here, I'll ask my Fast and the Furious veterans here. So this is where I stopped. After okay. I, saw, I saw the third one, and then I, I was like, you know, I'm, I don't ever need to see another, another you one. You got to at the best part, I guess. <laughs> or at the and, worst part. And then I've seen... I think I saw Fast 8. I don't remember. You saw 8, but I don't think you saw 4, 5, 6, or 7. Oh, I know I, know I haven't seen 4, 5, 6, or 7. I might have seen 8. We saw 8 together, right? Did we? Yes. What happens I in 8? We saw 8 together. That's one where there's the like submarines and the ice. 
And <laughs> is it the is it the baby fight too? The baby in the air, right? Yeah. Yes. With, with yeah. where Hobbs, yes. Hobbs and Shaw are in it. Y- yes. Yeah. Okay. So I've seen eight and I've seen Hobbs and Hobbs Shaw. And Shaw. So I have yeah, not seen four, five, six, or seven. How does it go from here? Four isn't great. Four isn't then great. Five, six, and seven are good. Yes. The Rock shows up in five, right? Yes. Okay. So we got one more stinker. Okay. To get to get through. Not as bad as not nearly as bad as this. Actually. No, we should do put four and five back together. So we just get them out. Knock them out. No. Talk about the box. No, we should have done. We should have put three and four together and then knocked them out. When are we when are we reviewing the animated series? See, I remember we gotta go in order. So after fate. Oh we need it, Ron. You need to know the the Chronicles of Tony Toretto. Tony Toretto. I don't need to know nothing. <laughs> I tell you, I told you the premise of the show, right? Yes, maybe we, we talked about it on the show. Unfortunately, Dom's long lost, long lost cousin. Well, he's not even long lost. He's fully integrated into the family. Tony, little cousin Tony Toretto, <laughs> becomes, cousin. A, becomes a spy, and it's called oh, Spy yeah. Racers. Fast and the Furious Spy Racers. It's an animated series based on the film franchise. Vin Diesel repl- reprises his role as Dominic Toretto. He's in it. Wow. Not he's not in it a lot, but he makes little cameos. And most so after we watch go ahead. I'm sorry. Most of the cast does not have a Wikipedia page. So that's exciting. So after we watch what, Spy Racers, right? Spy Racers. Look at this post. We have to we have to review the video game, Crossroads. Yes, I'm excited. Is, that'll be our first ever video game review. Because by that time it should be out. By the time oh, we well, get see, to but it. they've done they've done video games before. This is that's not their first one. Yeah, but this one's like. But this is a good one. Important to the story. This one's important. Yeah. They need a card game. Has there ever been a card game? Is there an RPG property? Oh my god. Um, no, but I've seen uh, a a let's play of people making up one, and it was hilarious. (laughs) It was was a charity live stream where they were mashing up universes and stuff, and uh, they were it was Transformers and Fast and the Furious, and it. If you donate a certain amount of money, you can make things happen in the game. And if you donated 50 bucks, a character would have to give a five-minute speech on family. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Uh, but anyway, um, that was on Hyper RPG, if anybody wants to go look that up. So Fast and Furious. Okay, the fourth one is called Fast and Furious. That's annoying. Yeah. So it's yes. The Fast and the Furious. Too Fast, Too Furious. The Fast and the Furious, colon, Tokyo Drift. Fast and Furious, Fast Five, Fast and Furious Six, Furious Seven, The Fate of the Furious, F Nine. <laughs> what is this? There's naming? no pattern. What are these naming conventions? There's this no is pattern. Horrendous. I can't be dealing with this. A lot uh, of them on the posters are different than what you just read too. Like it'll just say F Seven sometimes, you know. Of course they are. Uh, and this is the. I need to buy this one. Oh no. Okay, I don't own this. All right. Well. Um. Anyway. That's going to do it for us uh, this week. Uh, Next week, um, I know we told you last week that we were going to be reviewing Avatar Book 2, but that got bumped because of we are reviewing Project Power coming out to Netflix this Friday. Hey, let's go. The new Jamie Foxx Limitless clone. I'm watching a lot of movies Limitless and Chronicle knockoff. What What else are you watching this week? I watch little... Trees, little woods, little, woods. little planet, little trees. Oh, you should mm-hmm. watch little trees for sure. Oh, I got it. Three movies, bet. 
that's going to do it for us this week. So if you want to uh, pre-game it and watch along with us at home, I believe it's coming out this Friday. Uh, Project Power coming to Netflix, the Jamie Foxx movie. Uh, we'll be talking about that next week. So, but anyway, thank you all so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Later, guys. It's Ron. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time.